across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Song is on on SAFM. And we are back. We are live. Miss Nogotuga, it's all yours and with you and the ambassador in studio talking to the people. Well, welcome again, and I'm so happy that you're from the Eastern Cape, Ms. Nogoduka. I thank you so much for being with us this evening. I'm uh, great to be here with you today. Uh, as South Africa is always uh, grateful to share a platform with PEPFA in the work that we do in the HIV response for the country. Thank you, thank you. And, you know, <laughs> the at the moment is paramount to us. Uh, Congress has spent 7.4 billion over, over 17 years with the PEPFAR program, and now we have the surge 1.5 billion over two years. You were recently appointed to this position after working for nearly two ga- decades on HIV and TB in South Africa. How has the transition to your new position been, and why are you so passionate about working in the HIV sector, and how can we? really address this epidemic control this year, even though we have the challenges of COVID. And thank you, thank you, um, uh, Ambassador. As you would remember, Ambassador, the work that the country has been doing in, in, in trying to make sure that we respond to, to, to HIV um, in a manner that will assist us to reach the epidemic control. So my transition in my new position has been very exciting, though difficult at a very difficult time. Of, of the country responding um, to COVID-19, uh, but we have to soldier on and, and make sure that we continue and ensuring that we continue providing services for our HIV-positive clients and also uh, ensuring that we reach epidemic control. You would understand that um, what is exciting working with HIV, especially for me, is, is, is how the countries have responded uh, to the HIV pan- pandemic. The multi-sectoral response, I think, is the key to respond to any epidemic that we get exposed to. You see all sorts of uh, sectors coming together to address uh, HIV. So that's the exciting part in working with SANAC, because you are not only dealing with uh, the pandemic as a, as a, as a health uh, challenge, but you're looking at the multi-sectoral and intersectoral approach in terms of ensuring that our communities still survive they strive to live beyond the epidemic. Uh, as, as you know, um, ourselves, the country, as well as PEPFAR, we define epidemic control as, as when we're at a point in time when we have less new infections uh, than deaths. Currently, we've got about 240,000 new infections in South Africa annually, and we've got 71,000 AIDS-related deaths. So you see the gap, we're still very far from epidemic control. So the work that we continuously do drive implementation of HIV prevention programs, look at the resources that we have as a country and supported by PEPFAR resources, we, we are looking forward to see the day when we have less new infections than deaths in, in the country. No, no, thank you very much for articulating that. And I know that prevention is close to your heart, so... Could we please talk about that for a few minutes as well? We see a very high number of these new HIV 
each year, as you've just mentioned, but also especially among adolescent girls and young women with 1,200 per week being infected. And honestly, that statistic always shocks me. It's heartbreaking. And that's one of the reasons why the United States Repepo is planning to expand our DREAMS program into 20 new districts this year, tripling our current okay. funding. What is SANAC's focus and your focus when it comes to prevention? And how can we help to improve both communication and services on prevention? Thank you very much, Ambassador. You, you are aware that um, PEPFA is, very, is, is working with SANAC very closely on the prevention agenda. As you all know, um, I think the country is aware that we are also a signatory on the Global Prevention Coalition Programme. That looks at really making sure that we strive and we drive prevention agenda. I mean, you, you, you name, you've mentioned the numbers, especially at the girls and young women, which is a concern for us in South Africa. We've got very high numbers, those infections that are 12,000 girls getting infected weekly. We've got GBV. We've got um, the school dropout amongst these adolescent girls and young women. So it's a real concern that when we drive our prevention agenda, it's not only biomedical. We not, don't only give these girls PrEP, we give them condoms. We want to make sure that um, as the PEPFA program, I mean, that's the focus of the DREAMS program, that really focus on ensuring that we make sure that these girls are resilient, are empowered, are mentored, and are supported to grow up to be adolescent girls and women that are able to drive the future of the country. So our HIV prevention focus at SANAC is really um, running around making sure that we have girls and young women that are able to be shining in the country and be able to take the vision of the country forward. So the the South African National AIDS Council is driving an adolescent girls and young women HIV prevention agenda under the umbrella of She Conquers. She Conquers has five objectives, and those five objectives are exactly the same as um, the program that is currently PEPFA is expanding, as you have indicated, which is a DREAMS program. We want to make sure that our adolescent girls stay in school, they do not fall pregnant, they come out resilient and be able to face the world, they are protected from GBV. You know the challenges and the scourge of GBV that we have in the country. But we want to make sure that we also bring other support. Uh, for example, the Department of Social Development, where we are able to make sure that these girls are able to have registration documents, they are able to have food when they need the food, also to prevent them from engaging on, on, on sex with older men. We need to make sure that at least they have access to daily needs um, that they need to be able to continue with the school. So we are really grateful as a country um, to PEPFA with the expansion of the DREAMS intervention programs, uh, and we are looking forward to supporting PEPFA to make sure that those 20 districts that we are going to in COP20 in the next year, that is starting on the 1st of September, we are able to support PEPFA because that intervention of DREAMS program that we are bringing, it's not only focusing on biomedical interventions. It's an all-rounder focusing on the life of a girl to make sure that all the girls that are coming out of those DREAMS intervention programs are girls that are full and whole and are mentored and supported to take on life as we see it. Two more questions, please. Thank you. No, thank you so much for that absolutely outstanding clarification and broadening view. We really, really appreciate that very much. Um, You know, in addition to 
the healthcare workers on the front line that we've been funding. We have, we're also funding now an additional 5,500 frontline healthcare workers, a total of 16,900. And for example, uh, we'd be working together to open more external pickup points, smart lockers, medication, ATMs, where people can get chronic medications. And also now they can get six months dispensing. Um, PEPFAR also supports community-led monitoring, uh, which empowers community members to diagnose problems that make it harder for people to use the vital services that are being offered. Um, and we have to understand the perspective. And from your perspective with SANAC, why is it important to have communities at the core of the HIV response and why community engagement is an active civil society so critical in South Africa, please? Um, Ambassador, I think you did mention a bit when you're talking about the history of South Africa and the history of activism in yes. South Africa with the history of, of apartheid where we come from. So how we approach the HIV response, we also base it on the principle of activism. We base it on the principle of community-based services. We base it on the, uh, on, on the principle of empowering our patients so that they can be able to take their health into their hands. So it is very critical for us. When you're talking about the multi-sectoral response uh, in HIV in South Africa, it is really centered around our civil society advocacy. Our civil society advocacy agenda uh, is talking, is touching on the principles of activism, ensuring that we have a response at a community level. Looking at how big um, the HIV response uh, program is in South Africa, as you are aware, we've got about 7.7 million people that are HIV positive in the country, and more than 5 million of those people are currently on treatment. There is no way we can drive this program from a health facility. It has to be a, a, a community-based program. So our community response is, is, is based on, on that principle. And also, if we're looking at our prevention intervention, we want to make sure that prevention is about protection, about social protection. We can only achieve that if we work hand-in-hand with our communities. No, thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, now, of course, we have this whole ripple effect of COVID-19, and we don't want it to raise the heart for hard-fought progress that South Africa has made in controlling HIV, um, we have a very robust program myself, the United States, in helping with this. We have donated 45 million U.S. dollars between the CDC, Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta, and USAID, and the ventilators in all aspects of the infrastructure in South Africa. It's helped us to pivot uh, very well with COVID-19. But I also want you to please... Um, help us, because before you were appointed as acting CEO, you were in charge of monitoring implementation of the natural National Strategic Plan. How are you feeling in terms of the National Strategic Plan, which is running for another two years? How are we progressing towards achieving the goals in that plan? And what do we need to do to adapt now, now that we're in the midst of this new epidemic? Ms. Nogodruga, if I could uh, just ask you please to summarize your response in 30 seconds, at which point we will have to cut the segment before we go on to the next segment of the takeover with Ms. Lona Marx and her guest off to you, please. All right. Um, just to say uh, we've learned lessons with the implementation of the response of COVID. 
we are adapting our approach to program implementation to ensure that we reach our targets. So we were not on track before COVID, and we want to make sure that we use this time to track our response and make sure that we pivoted to be able to, to be implemented during COVID response in the country. Beautiful. Thank you, thank thank you thank so you much, Lynn, much. Um, Ambassador Marks, for that wonderful engagement. It is a pity that we are we always fall short on time, but certainly now that the conversation has started, the two of you are more than welcome to come back on another day and continue a more engaged conversation in this respect. Let's play out now with a short sting before we continue this segment with Dr. Sophia Siddiqui. <laughs> 